Welcome to the Big Black Clock Podcast. Let's see what Kevin, Carl, and Dimitri have for us this week. Welcome back to the Big Black no clock. Oh, oh man, whoop. that's a beep right there. <laughs> I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure that was not a slip. He that did was that on purpose. Because yeah. you slip it in, you got to make sure you have consent, guys. So we are here at episode four. I hope I did my math right. <laughs> if you said a thousand, you would have been further. Yeah. Four exactly. is closer to 70. I was yes. at 4,000 last week. We are back. It is night, Saturday night. This is how committed we are. A bunch of drinks in. Also, we have nothing else to do. Nothing else to do. We don't have friends. No. What's that word? What does that mean? Uh, it's when you have an acquaintances. That's like plus. Is it somebody who wants to <laughs> hang out with you it's without people who paying? Can, it's people who can oh, testify wow. against you in a court of law, so they become liabilities. Uh, so you have to keep them around. Yeah. That's what it is. So we are back. It is Saturday night. It is a cold night, and we are here in to Canada. talk about... Uh, interesting challenge. We are going to take three prize brackets of one thousand, five thousand, and ten thousand Canadian dollars, and we're going to choose one watch. If you can only have one watch at each one of these prize brackets to be your collection, what watch would that be? To and be it all. Why? To the one to rule it all. I, I don't have wise. I just have watches. I'll give you like my three watches. It's going to be thirty-five seconds, and we're out. That's like your sex life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 35 seconds. It's like, the worst 35 <laughs> seconds of your life. It's like in, in and out. It's like in, bada boom, out. <laughs> exactly. I'm keeping it's one. Like a, I keep one sock on. <laughs> it's, you know, like you put that t-shirt over your head, but you don't like take it off. You just like put it over your head. So the sleeves are still on. <laughs> like they do. Sex life is, uh, is like a burger joint. Exactly. In and out. You just like or put it over your five head. guys. You, you keep your Tim's, you keep your Timberlands on. <laughs> You get the white beater you put over your head. You get That's G highly shorts. specific. <laughs> That's highly specific. specific. As, if you've, as if you've practiced this. Oh. <laughs> you Look, there's sure. so many movies like this. So many movies. <laughs> Stop, you're getting me so it's, excited. Guys, uh, it's like, it's a reference point. There's many movies that support what I'm saying right now. <laughs> I'm not the only one. We're a dozens. We're dozens <laughs> of us. I just really thought he liked the jean shorts. Speaking of uh, Jason Bateman, have you guys seen Ozark yet? Yeah. I no. love it. You done? Well, I, I'm done the first part of this, the fourth. Yeah, I saw it. it I love it. It's so good. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so I don't know if you're watching Ozark. Mm. No, but you know Robin Wright. Do you see it's Robin Wright who's the director? Oh, really? Is she never yeah. wrong. Jen A. Jen A. <laughs> okay. Jen A. What a what a terrible person she was in the movie, by the way, in Forrest Gump, right? Yeah, she was awful. The left the guy came back with she AIDS. Gave him like, HIV. Yeah, here's AIDS and a baby. Here's some HIV. Well, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Raise the kid by yourself. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Like reverse paternity. Yeah, <laughs> she shows up with the kid <laughs> after he's a billionaire. Billionaire, right? So anyway, let before we jump into this one watch collection at one thousand, five thousand, and ten thousand, let's do a quick wrist check. Let's go with you, Dimitri, first. What are you wearing this Shit, week? Shit, you caught me off guard. Uh, so I'm wearing my classic G-Shock uh, DW5600. Why I'm wearing this is because I don't wear it enough in the winter. I usually wear it a lot in the summer when I go out. Uh, now never in home. <laughs> only on. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, it's just a perfect watch. And I, when we did the um, in our previous episode, when we did the collection, if you had five K, right? I mentioned that uh, everybody should have a G Shock in their collection. I have the classic one. It's the one that's in the Guinness Book of Records. 
it's a it's a very inexpensive watch. Seventy bucks can get you this watch, and it has like an alarm. It has a chronometer. It's two hundred meter water resistance. It's plastic. It's indestructible, inexpensive. It's just perfect. And Excellent. the light is very good. Very very good. Is it? Ooh, it's like a yeah. Full, it's like it's a, a full. It has style. like an indiglo style light yeah. going on there, yeah. so it li- lights up the whole screen. Unlike the Casio, which is just a little little. <laughs> just to say, they have a light. So let, let's just be clear, so that we don't get sued. The indiglo is a Timex proprietary technology. Oh. So <laughs> Casio, it's not that, but it's very similar to that. To give you an idea, I feel like, like trademark. Like start start talking about the subsidiary of. Can't sue me! Can't sue me! You have to find me first. <laughs> uh, what are you wearing, Carl? Uh, Hamilton Khaki Murph. Yeah. Is it the field? Khaki field or just a khaki, right? A khaki field Murph. Khaki field I think. Murph. Khaki Murph. Khaki Murph. I think it's Khaki Murph. I don't think there's a field in it. Anyway. It's Khaki field Murph, sorry. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Ha, in your face. Yeah. Wow, do you even know life? Can no, you know life? Life? no, I don't. <laughs> it's a reference H706. Everything I do is a guess at best. <laughs> 05731. So um, yeah, it's a watch from the movie Interstellar. It's really, really um, pretty perfect. Besides, it's a, there's a long lug to lug on this one. It's pretty perfect. Uh, it's our own run, right? With the uh, Eureka on the second hand. Uh, only thing is, when I bought it, Kevin said, ah, don't pay extra for the bucks. It's not going to get you any more value on it. Right now, the one with the limited edition bucks from the movie are twice the, the value the price of this one Look, wow. my advice wasn't to what say what a terrible friend you have yeah like my it, advice never listen to what Kevin's are saying what, how much more did they want to charge you for that box it was like 150 bucks yeah I wouldn't have paid that. I was like fuck you man give me the watch yeah. with the box I, I mean, know I know I know I know but uh, these wanted to upsell you bid you bid, that's not cool I know it's not cool I still don't like it Hey Hamilton, uh, it's not cool. No, it's, no, it was that eighty wasn't Hamilton, right? <clears throat> Technically, the the like with you the, and I'm sorry if I recall, you actually said, "Oh, I don't care. I'm going to keep the watch anyway." Carl, I know, I know. I know. I, so. I'm just, I, I'm just taking a moment there to say that you're. He was just looking <laughs> for an opportunity to give you shit. And exactly. He found it. Yeah, and he it's, found it. <laughs> by the way, I, I'm, I went to the website, and the website says featured in Interstellar. Like they actually advertised that. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool. Well, remember, they made this watch because of Interstellar. It didn't exist in their line, and then they made it. For the movie, well, that's no, no, no. They made it for the movie, but it wasn't being sold by Hamilton. And then through so much popular demand, mm. they ended up creating the watch as mm. the Interstellar watch. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't out when it actually it's existed. My yeah. favorite Hamilton watch. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I just the way it looks is fantastic. Maybe if the lugs were a little bit shorter, it would be perfect. Still sits well. But it's 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 beautiful. Uh, it's a perfect watch. Still sits well. Yeah. Cathedral hands on like a very utilitarian, let's say, uh, watch. They look. They add an extra layer of elegancy. If that's a word, it's a hundred meters water resistance thing. I I don't know. I guess. Wow. I think so. For sure, better than the Speedmaster. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. <coughs> ten bar. Yeah. It is ten Great bar. Watch. And it it has the power Matic eighty, right? The eighty power power reserve movement is there. Great. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great. Gorgeous. So I am wearing something new. If I it bought it. I bought it in twenty twenty one, but I haven't worn it yet. What? The Autodromo. No, I haven't worn it on the podcast. Sorry. Oh, okay. So six year, it's an Autodromo Prototipo Chronograph, the limited edition Vic, Vic Elford. This is the second um, iteration of their collaboration with Vic Elford. The first one came uh, six years ago. So Autodromo is a Brooklyn-based um, watch company owned by a gentleman named Bradley Price. It pays tribute to the time of the 1969 Targa Florio, um, which is a legendary Italian circuit. Uh, where Vic Elford drove his Porsche 908 uh, to finish in second place. 
and set one of the fastest lap records ever in that race. What's interesting is that who finished first? Porsche. Who finished second? Porsche. Who finished third? Porsche. <laughs> the color on the watches follow the livery of the uh, Porsche, um, the Porsche 908 of that race. It is a Seiko VK63 hybrid Mecha Quartz movement, um, completing the look. Uh, the engraving of the Targa Florio circuit can be found on the case back. It has it's limited right now to 350 pieces. It is um, I have yeah it is limited to 350 pieces. Um, it has a chassis number on it um, based on the the, the Porsche that was. Um, that was part of the uh, the the race. Um, has a tachymeter, obviously, like the racing dial. Um, really, just wonderful. The the sub registers are recessed within it. The pushers are a different color. This is black steel. It's a really great vintage looking, vintage inspired racing chronograph that has some real history to it in the sense of what it's inspired by. Yeah, you know, not the chronograph itself. So, if you're a car enthusiast, this is something very cool. Something you're not going to see. It has the number 270 on it, which was his racing car number. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just very, very cool. If you do some reading about about uh, Vic Elford, you'll see he's a very cool car racer, like in general. So maybe I'll talk about him a little bit more in another podcast. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm wearing today. That style reminds me a lot of the Speedmaster Mark II also. Yeah. It's, it's that, case shape. that yeah. case shape was kind of big, I guess, in those times. Exactly. The cushion case, very comfortable watch. Uh, you tried it on. It's very, very comfortable. It's very, very old. The leather is just excellent quality. You know, and a watch that's less than 800 bucks, I think it was like 700 bucks. Very, very Beautiful. affordable. Yeah, really great watch. So let's get on to this one watch collection at these different prize brackets, shall we? We uh, shall. Yeah. Always difficult so. subject um, to see what we're going to say. The challenging category to have one watch, which seems something so stupid to us. We'll never have just one watch. It's something you really need to think about every different occasion that you'll be wearing this one watch. It has to fit everything that you will do. It has to fit your wardrobe, fit your lifestyle, fit different life events that you'll experience traveling bar mitzvahs funerals wedding bachelor parties beach vacations rock climbing skydiving bungee jumping bank robberies grand theft auto not to mention your occasional erotic film so your wristwatch has to get you through this entire so journey so it needs to be waterproof <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how you slip a lot of things like, just, just boom, like boom, 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 boom. yeah yeah bank robberies bar mitzvahs erotic movies <laughs> grand theft auto yeah, so so waterproof. That's, uh, that's the only okay. thing I, I got okay. from that. Occasional rampage, so you need to be. It needs to be shock resistant. W- your watch has to be prepared to fight through the trials and tribulations that your life will bring. You'll probably want to change it, straps, how to make it more versatile, integrate your bracelets. Will be thrown out the window right off the bat. So this exercise, we had one thousand, five thousand, and ten thousand, all of which representing a lot of money, because you can definitely get one watch that's excellent at each one of these price ranges. And I think that we're going to um, see what we're inspired by. Who wants to go first? Dimitri, let's start with you, pointing at you over here, sir. Okay, well, I mean, if you asked me who wants to go first, I would say I don't, but uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let's go. Let's do it. So first first bracket, uh, best one watch for uh, $1,000 Canadian, under, or at or under. Um, for me, this was an interesting choice because there's a lot of offerings. Um, a lot of Casios. Well, so many Casios. <laughs> actually, the one that I went with, I think, is, is a fantastic choice. So Tissot released the, the PRX uh, in 2021, which I think, if you get the automatic version, is a fantastic offering. 
and it's exactly a thousand dollars and it's a good uh, watch however that watch Chicks, you owe me money see it's even telling me carl owes you money what what just remove the sound from your phone first thing first like radio like you're what was that suck. what was that what was what? the what was the alarm for it was actually reminding me to turn on the outdoor lights oh. <laughs> it's just a reminder okay so uh, i'll go again it's not a timer wow my outdoor lights yeah. no i'm not a bougie like you <laughs> bougie like you he doesn't even have electricity <laughs> look at his face what lights <laughs> he has a candle he lights it up every evening it's a big candle I live under a bridge. <laughs> and it's not over here it's his neighbors <laughs> <laughs> i siphon gasoline he, for he's my siphoning wind he's siphoning light from someone else's window anyway sorry about we, that we, we don't have electricity in the favelas like yeah all this because we opened the beer at the same time i was like jake's you'll be buddy <laughs> i'll just restart this is a beer. That's not a beer. This is a beer. <laughs> That's not a beer either. <laughs> so uh, you're so, saying... So, so uh, uh, Tissot released the Tissot PRX in 2021. It was a big year for Tissot. I think that was the biggest release that they did uh, last year. Uh, very cool watch for about $1,000 you can get it. However, I think because that watch has an integrated bracelet, it doesn't have that like, extra layer of versatility yeah. that you would require if you're getting yourself the one watch for $1,000. But now Deluxe... Deluxe came out with the leather strap for them, right? Really? Yeah. But this is not the watch that I'm picking. Okay, <laughs> that's what I was getting to. <laughs> I was like, this is the whole history of PRX, but that's not what I want. Yeah, because now they came out with some beautiful, just to show you real quick. So like Deluxe has leather straps now that go for the Tissot, which are actually quite nice if you if you look mm. at it, it fits really quite well. Yeah, yeah, yeah it looks, it's pretty good. Yeah, and I With the quick release Very straps, cool. everyone's just waiting for Tissot to release their... Um, Mm-hmm. Their, their leather straps. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, no, yeah. it, it, I agree. It does it does look very good with the strap. Yeah. However, the watch that I think that I would go with is another version that was kind of a little bit under the radar. It's the Tissot Gentleman. Yeah. So that's a similar price. It also has that PRX movement. And that watch looks... It's almost like buying yourself a budget Rolex Explorer. That's what it looks like to me. Well, I say more like o- Oyster Perpetual. Yeah. 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 yeah the Ro- Oyster Perpetual looks, and Explorer have yeah. a very similar c- yeah. case, right? But the Oyster Perpetual, yeah, it looks exactly <laughs> But like it is that. larger because it's a 40 millimeter watch, yeah. I think. It's smaller. The Oyster Perpetual is 41, yeah. Uh, but, but I'm talking about the Tissot specifically. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it's it's a good watch. For a thousand bucks, you get the PR, uh, um, the, the Powermatic 80 movement. That's an 80 hour power reserve. Uh, I think it's a coaxial as well, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it it's super versatile watch because it does look like a Rolex Explorer. Comes on a bracelet for uh, dress it up, dress it down. Really wear it for any occasion possible. For a thousand dollars, it's I don't know if you can find a better watch for that budget. Challenge accepted. accepted. We can probably go for a, 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 and there's a, a micro m- brand and, and find some million version. <laughs> yeah. So I would go with that because I if I have to own absolutely one watch for that price, I would probably go with something like that because. Yeah, and it's unlike a diver, and I think it's also about a hundred meter water resistant. Yeah, it is. It's exactly the same. So yeah. it's there's a two tone version. Yes, there is. Yeah, it's quite nice. It's a great everyday everything yep. watch. You know, you can wear it to dress. You can wear it dressed down, dress up. All of it. It looks great. Yeah. So that was going to be my first pick. And nice. next, uh, Carlito, do you want to go? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so when I was looking for like a under a thousand, um, it was like. There's a lot of things you can buy at Laco for a thousand dollars. Yeah, and I was a little bit like inspired by your two purchases last year, right? Yeah, that like full loom. Yeah, that was Laco, right? Yeah, and you also uh, have a Laco, right? And then I remember that you both make extremely bad decisions in watches, especially and in life. So I was like, maybe not a Laco. So I went with a quartz. It's a mundane stuff to go. 
So it's for $450. So you still have like budget over that to get something else. But wow, you missed the assignment entirely. (laughs) (laughs) It was like for a thousand or under, right? No. Yes. No, it wasn't. Did you understand a thousand or under? (laughs) No. (laughs) You you literally said that earlier. Yeah, but but not like halfway to a zero, right? A a thousand (laughs) and like maybe 950. (laughs) Halfway to zero. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get myself the Casio Terrorist watch, right? For my $10,000 pick. Well, it's under (laughs) (laughs) $10,000. By the way, when I say Casio Terrorist, it's F90. Oh, yeah, same, 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 same. Are you picking the the smart to stop to go clock for two ninety five? I have that. Or are you picking the actual watch? I have the Glock. Oh, sure. The stop to go clock. I have you can get a nice, nice metal chain and wear it on your. Well, the thing is, you can get the automatic version that's more near a thousand, but it's not true to form because it doesn't have the stop to go. Yeah, the stop, the stop to, go, to go, go is pretty cool, right? Why don't you talk to us about it? So the second ends when it travels the whole dial. It stops at fifty nine. Right, and for two seconds is waiting for like the full minutes to go by, and at sixty, it's jumping at the same time as the minute. So it start the minute flush at twelve, right? So every time it's uh, based from the uh, Swiss railway services, all their clocks and and the stations, so they can time easier when the minute is there. Uh, so I just find it's a really neat party trick, right? It's it, it, it's going to be f- uh, fun to talk about if a connoisseur is going to see it, it's going to recognize it right away. And uh, even for a non-watch person, if they are in Switzerland and they use the railway service, they'll even know what it is, right? Uh, so I just felt that for under a thousand, it's a lot of watch. It gives you a lot of stuff and you can uh, dress it up and down with different uh, bands and or straps as well. Um, what's really uh, uh, popping out of that watch is the second zen. It's based on the red baton that they use uh, the staffs to uh, signal each other when they don't have communication. <laughs> right. Once upon a time, they didn't have like a CB and or like walkie talkies. So they are using batons. They still have them, but they don't use it as much today. But it's a nice um, int to like the ro- railway service in, in Switzerland as well. Right. Uh, and it's 41 millimeters. It's 10 millimeters thick. Uh, lug to lug 46. Lug with 20. So it's a strap monster. You can put anything on it. Sapphire crystal and uh, the movement is a quartz fifty eight dash o two, water resistant thirty meters thirty meters, so it's uh, almost good enough for space. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just feel that it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of um, like you can talk a lot about that watch for uh, under a thousand. So that's why I choose that and not a Laco like you two guys had last year. You think you're better than us? Uh, yes, I know I'm better than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I like your confidence. Well, you did ask, so you know. That's true. Uh, but yeah, that was a thousand. That, that's the uh, the smallest um, watch I have to talk to us. Also, the other ones I have more to say about. So you, Kevin, what's your a thousand dollar on the dot watch? So I went with something that wasn't quite a thousand dollar. No, I'm just kidding. It comes in a thousand dollar mark. So I wanted to pick a watch that I could see fitting my lifestyle and bring me the necessary versatility to be worn in all different occasions. Again, I went with a micro brand and actually an example that I own with the Baltic dual crown Aquascaf. The watch comes in at $44 over the thousand that we had limited for this pick. So Carl is going to give me that $44 from all his leftover money. Mm-hmm. You can obtain it under a $1,000 mark if you select the tropical rubber strap instead of the beads of rice bracelet. However, I think that the bracelet is the way to go to give you the baseline for this one watch collection. The brand's new to the world and a darling in the micro brand community. It's really making a huge jump in popularity. The proportions of this watch make it absolutely perfect combination of vintage and modern. The watch is elegantly subdued yet perfectly capable as a tool watch. 
3L stainless steel measuring 39 millimeters diameter, a compact 47 millimeter lug to lug, a 20 millimeter lug width that comes with, um, uh, what's it called? Quick release stainless steel. So it's quick release. Even on this, I, I can just pull off the metal beads of rice because the, the spring mm -hmm. bar loaded, but it even has the pierced lugs to be able to change it. So you can put a Tropic strap on this as well, or even a sailcloth. Tropic strap on? What'd you say? Yeah, exactly. It's like an exotic, uh, <laughs> it's an exotic uh, strap on. Um, Hit a real pine trees. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but it comes with that perfect size so that you can put it even on a leather bracelet for dress your occasion. It has an interior rotating bezel, one minute markers that allow you to make the functional dive during a dive session. And uh, any recipe that you're whipping up in the kitchen, I often use the timing bezel as, um, yeah. for 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 timing. How about a boiling an egg? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I think you need a special watch for egg that. Master. Yeah. Egg <laughs> master. There's like a whole watch for that. The watch is powered well, it's a by complicated a complicated task. To, to the watch egg, is you know? powered by a Miyota 9039, making it serviceable at any competent watchmaker. Finally, in the beautiful subdued case, the watch carries a wonderful 200 meters of water resistance, make it perfect for any situation. Perfect balance of vintage and modern, wonderfully executed by this brand. You cannot go wrong with this. Odds are that people don't have this watch, giving it a little feel of exclusivity out there. Um, you know, getting a, I was, I was said it, even getting a, a Tissot Gentleman, I actually had that written here, as opposed to getting a Tissot Gentleman, which is a beautiful watch at $1,000, but it's going to be a pick that everyone chooses. <laughs> I actually wrote that. The what? The Tissot Gentleman that he picked. <laughs> I go, as opposed to getting a Tissot Gentleman, which is a beautiful, beautiful watch, but at $1,000, you're probably going to get a pick that everyone chooses. Uh, listen, I'm not so, very sharp, but are you making fun of me? <laughs> <laughs> so this is a watch that I picked because I, uh, um, because I love it. And it's, uh, I think it's something a little bit different than what everyone else will get. So that is my pick. It comes in at 729 euros. So with a little over that $1,000 mark. Euro. I love euros. They're tasty. Now let's go back to our $5,000 pick. Dimitri, what do you got for us? Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, so I think the obvious pick here would be a BB58 for that price. I would choose a B58 blue. However, that's not the pick that I'm going to go with. Uh-oh. This is an obvious one. Curveball. 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 So the the pick that I actually want to go with, and I'll have to jump through a few hoops to be able to actually get it for 5K. I think I can go to German shop and buy myself for the Omega Seamaster 300M for 5K. And you can, because right now it's 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 selling for something like 3900 41. 41. I think it was a sale right now. So I think it was a 39, 39 US. <laughs> so it kind of works. It's it's about 5K. That watch, I mean, I, first of all, I really like Omega. Second of all, you get a really good watch for that price. Sure, it's from gray market, but who cares, really? Like, it's a it's a watch you can still service it. It's it's reputable uh, sales um, store, right? Uh, it comes uh, with a warranty. The reference number is 210, but the Omega won't, war won't honor the warranty. No, but Jumbo Shop will. Jumbo Shop will, yeah. yeah. So it's a, the reference number is 210.30.42.20.03.001, yeah. which is a standard, <laughs> standard Omega uh, super long reference number. Uh, why this watch is awesome? First of all, it popular. It got popular because of the James Bond movie *GoldenEye* with Pierce Brosnan in 1995. I think the movie came out. The watch itself it was created in '93, but again became very popular because they signed the deal and they started to wear the James Bond character started to wear this watch. Uh, first, it was uh, Pierce Brosnan and *GoldenEye* wearing a quartz version of this watch. 
And then later on, he was wearing other different types of Omegas at some point in Automatic. And then later on with Daniel Craig, they went to different Seamasters and they have created a bunch of different custom versions also for the movies. What are you getting in the package is that uh, you're getting a watch that's a 42 millimeter diver with this helium escape valve. This watch also it features a ceramic bezel. This watch also, which features a new Omega coaxial movement, uh, anti-magnetic. It's, cos- it's actually not even cost, it's master chronometer certified, uh, 300 meter water resistance, 20, meter, 20 millimeter log width. Uh, it's exposed cab- case back with a five year warranty. You get, I think, a lot more watch than you get with a Speedmaster. A lot more mm-hmm. for a smaller value. And at that 5K, I don't think I can find a better watch because you can dress it up, dress it down as well. And you is if you can if you wear the one watch, that watch could be it. And it looks very good also on NATO strap. Uh, originally it comes on a bracelet. So uh, this is my second pick. Art- alternatively, you can get yourself uh, any AB58, which will fall under 5K. 40 something, 40, 40 something hundred, which is a pick you can't go wrong with also. Mm-hmm. Very good. That's uh, my second pick. And Carlito? Also have an Omega for my second pick. Really? Yeah, it's rare that I talk about Omega, eh? What did <laughs> you go with? <laughs> Dima almost <laughs> like... <laughs> I almost fainted. <laughs> um, really? You're going to say good things for the first time? <laughs> well... Everybody tune in. <laughs> <laughs> So for Omega, everyone's going to say that you need the Speedmaster Professional manual wind. <laughs> amateur. Speedmaster amateur. <laughs> uh, that, that, you know, the, the watch made it to the moon, right? It's it's the only thing that is important for Omega and the Speedmaster. Uh, but I think they're all wrong. Everybody's wrong. Yes, all, right. all yeah. of them. Little like, who eat rice? You're only the, half of the planet. Are you the, the silent uh, <laughs> silent minority? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody's wrong. I'm right. Uh, <laughs> but sometimes I feel that if you own a Speedmaster Professional that's like you're the peasant of the Speedmaster there's so many limited editions and no other version of it <laughs> it's like, it's like that, a, there it is <laughs> I was waiting for that there it is there it is you're just buying the base version of something right <laughs> you uh, have no you have no sense of style <laughs> you, I judge you I judge your intelligence level <laughs> Your math skills. You're, you're just yeah. a, you're, you're sheeple. You're following the others. <laughs> you're probably a terrible friend. You can't think for yourself. <laughs> what else? And you have a small. D- <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Marco Pini syndrome. <laughs> to the <that>. moon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, I was looking at all those limited edition Speedmasters, and not saying it's limited edition, but the uh, triple date. So the MK40. Uh, from the late 90s. Mm-hmm. It's a different Speedmaster. Uh, so it's triple date watch. Uh, they play date month uh, in the central sub-dial as an extra hand. Sometimes it's confused as a GMT, uh, but it points to the date on the outer rim of the dial. And it's a different sub-dial on the left-hand side uh, that show half of the day uh, or uh, in light blue and half, half of it in, in the really dark black. It's different on the other, the other blacks on the um, dial to show uh, the night. Um, also, it has a chronograph function. This could be your birth watch. It could. It could. I think they, they, they used to make them, right? Back yeah, then? it's in the nineties. Uh, the one, I, the one I found because it's uh, most of them are like from ninety five to ninety nine. Uh, they go between like three thousand to about six. Uh, good condition one with boxes like five and a half thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's two versions. There's like the whole black version or or the the one with the uh, colors, right? So the blue on the sub dials, the yeah. red. Uh, second yeah. hands and the uh, yellow tip for the date, the pointer date. Very cool. 
Um, I, I just feel it's a different enough Speedmaster. Yeah, that's it, that's it, that makes it a really cool Speedmaster. <laughs> Uh, I think it, that could be your only watch just because it has a higher complication uh, as all the heritage from the Speedmaster line, right? Uh, can, it can be subdued if you get it in all black, yeah. right? In all black, it's kind of hard to see that it's a triple date watch. Yep. Uh, but if you want a little bit of color, you can always have the, the other version with all the colors. It's uh, beautiful with the bracelet, but will also fit nicely with uh, natos and or bands uh, like the Snoopy you have for yours. I think that's a nice, um, a nice um, strap for uh, those Speedmasters. So they're not really easy to find in really good condition. I don't know why, but all the ones I was able to find were all kind of beat up for some reason. <laughs> good lord! <laughs> really, I, I don't know why. Like the best one I could find was like six thousand dollars, and still, still then had a lot of scratches and stuff like that. I, I was able to find one at three thousand uh, dollars, but there's like a dent in the bezel and stuff like that. So good god! <laughs> it was like no, no bracelet, no box, no nothing. I was like, well, you know, if you really want one, right at three k, you could. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think it. There's a lot of weight behind it. A bit like I was talking with the uh, mundane earlier. It's a neat party trick. You can talk about it. That Speedmaster, you can also talk a lot about it if it's your only watch, right? Right. Uh, you can dress it up, dress it down. Um, yeah, that's my $5,000 pick. It's a pretty uh, pretty good uh, pick. Very unique also. <clears throat> unique. New York. Yep. And to round it off, <laughs> I um, so we went to a $1,000 mark. Uh, that would fit uh, what it was, our lifestyle. So let's scale it up. Let's get to that $5,000 mark. And we're talking about some serious cheddar here, some serious moolah. I went with something more traditional in branding, and I also have an Omega. The watch that I selected was the Omega Seamaster Aquaterra Automatic Chronometer with the blue reference 220.12.41.21.03.001. Can you do it again, but faster? Bingo. 220.12.41.21.03.001. So this watch comes in at $253 over that $5,000 mark. But I think that's excusable considering the watch that you get. I know this watch is newer, is much higher at MSRP. But you can find it right now at Joma Shop with boxes, papers, a warranty for $4,195. And that's a great deal for a stainless steel watch with a blue rubber strap. The watch comes in at 41 millimeters diameter with a 13.2 millimeters thickness. The watch has a um, exposed case back with an Omega Caliber Meta certified 80, uh, 8,900, 60 hours of power reserve. <clears throat> the watch comes um, with an incredible amount of dynamic, um, let's say, um, features to the watch. The date has now been moved from the three o'clock position down to the six o'clock position. The watch itself comes with, and the difference between the 38 and 41. And the reason why I'm talking about the 38 millimeter is that if you saw the new James Bond movie, that is what the the woman, that's just what she is. Bond girl. The Bond girl is wearing in the movie. <laughs> the woman? I'm like the girl, the woman. I know that's what she identifies as. The she, they, is what she's wearing in the movie. So it's a slight reduction from the previous generation, but... Um, It now comes with a date at the six. Now, in the 41 millimeter, the difference is you can adjust the hour hand independently because it's a caliber 8900. So if you're traveling, you don't actually have to stop or hack the seconds hands. You can just change the hour as you travel. So it's not a GMT, but you can just change the the hand and have that. Um, it's a GMT-ish. It's a GMT-ish. <laughs> like my Vostok. 
Yes. Yeah. The movement itself, but like we like I was saying, the the movement itself is a meta certified movement, but the the watch itself is also meta certified. It goes through that that push of of not only accuracy, but to make sure that the watch has the right amount of winding. It is something that is is very, I would say, exigent. What is it? Demanding to obtain as a certification. The watch has an exposed case Absolute. back for a beautiful movement. The rotor is nicely finished. That has this almost like conical type of, of pattern on it um, so meeting the meta certified standard the strap is something that and I've tried it on it is incredibly comfortable on the rubber strap uh, and I actually love the combination of the blue I'm partial to it with the rubber strap and this beautiful case again this watch with 100 feeters, 50 meters of water resistance is charming elegant sporty dressed up dressed down you can do everything with this single watch coming from a wonderful brand with an excellent movement at this price that is my pick for at five thousand dollars dimitri you want to take us to that ten thousand sure. dollar mark now we're getting up there guys yeah now we're in the so all of our 5k was were all omegas yeah god damn yeah. Are, do they own that bracket or we just I, that's a good question but i mean honestly like bb58 is a fantastic choice for that price yeah but uh, we talked so much about that. But like, I, I also went on that on the BB58. I was like, oh, we talked so but much. But you want to know it. why? Yeah. And maybe yeah. it was that, yeah. But I also didn't want a diver. Really? I went with uh, and that's that's why I went yeah. with a Seamaster Aqua Terra because you didn't yeah. want a diver. No but diver. It, but it, like the Monta, <laughs> it has 150 meter water resistance. It's not a. It doesn't have a di diver's bezel. Okay. It's a little bit different. Right. The watch itself, right? right it's not right. the Seamaster uh, professional. Interesting. But I, I, interesting, yeah, it's true. We did, but you're right. We went. We spoke so much about the BB58s in general that it's just kind of like we had to have something more original, I guess. Yeah. But also, like the way I went with the watch, I kind of went with a watch that doesn't really cost 5k. If you go properly buy it from a dealer, it costs more. It's like 55, I think. Yeah. Cost. So you have value. There. So I kind it's of, okay, I, I kind I, of found I still a way. Had some spare money I could distribute. Yeah. But I mean, I kind of went for a watch that I have to buy from a gray market able to fit that uh, 5k. Uh, but yeah, it's an interesting choice. My my last watch, my th the the 10k watch, one watch is also a watch that is exactly 10k on the dot. Okay, no taxes. No, no, I don't pay taxes. Look <laughs> <laughs> at me. Do you pay taxes? <laughs> a loser. What <laughs> a loser. <laughs> wow. I don't think we can be friends anymore. <laughs> oh, it's knocking in the door. Who is this? <laughs> IRS. <laughs> IRS. Erwin Arshister. Yeah. Why would IRS knock on my door? <laughs> so uh, my final pick, I would like for you to guys to guess. Actually, you know, so it's not, it's not going to be a good guess. <clears throat> I went with the Zenith Chrono Master Sport. It's the it's a it's the Zenith Daytona basically that yeah. was released uh, what a couple of years ago. So it's a nice watch. It's a fantastic watch. If you want a, a watch that has that amazing El Primero movement, which is what Zenith is very famous for, also the movements that were originally being put in the Daytonas when Rolex started making Daytona watches, mm -hmm. and they do call it Daytona Zenith Daytona just because it looks super similar to a Rolex Daytona. However, you can get it. It's half for the well, not half the price. It's a third of a price if you look for aftermarket. It's a very similar price if you're able to actually get it from re retail. It's $10,000. That doesn't exist. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> exist. Yeah, you have to wait for 15 years to get it. Uh, it has that iconic 5 hertz high beat El Primero movement that it's an automatic chronograph with 36,000 VPH and 60 hours of power reserve. <laughs> like, <laughs> mechanically, it's... The, like 
one of the coolest movements you can find. Like the other thing, the other movement that I probably find that really impresses me as much, and I'm not talking about like high complications, is maybe a spring drive, right? Mm-hmm. Apart from a spring drive, from like a, the purely a chronograph movement, this is the coolest chronograph movement I can think of. Uh, and also, just you know, just so that you feel like you can wear this watch everywhere, it has a it has ten bar water resistance as well. Obviously, it's exactly as a Daytona, except that it's cheaper and obtainable. So but the- also a better movement in the sense that it's a high frequency, so it's a very smooth movement of a second hand. Yeah. So, so what's the uh, Daytona MSRP technically? Is like I think 14? it's like fifteen k. Fifteen k when it went up. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I think it just uh, went yeah, up. so it's a bit more expensive even. Yeah. So it's like sixty percent of the. Yeah. Of the, the, the yeah, Daytona, yeah, yeah. And you can get it. Yeah, and it's a beautiful <laughs> watch. It comes. It comes on a bracelet, but you can dress it up, dress it down as well, right? You can bring it and put it in the different straps. It's hard to beat, I find, uh, specifically specifically from Zenith, which is you know historically significant. Hmm. They, they were like the first Daytona as well, so. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like we, like they did everything beside the case and the dial. Yeah, right. Good choice. Good choice. So I, that's I love final. that watch. Yeah, I, I, watch. I love this watch. I have never seen that watch in watch, but I would like to. I gotta. I gotta see. Do you think it's a watch that they keep in? In the Zenith stores, or they go of out, right? Yeah, I think there. I think there's a, a little bit of a waiting list, <clears throat> but I'm sure they have that you could see and you can just order. And we'll see when we go to if we go to Dominic's next week. DKIA, we should. Zenith. I never went. He has Zenith. E a cosmo a cosmograph Daytona right now. I'm looking at seventeen thousand dollars Canadian retail. Yeah. Jesus Christ, fifteen hundred. It went up. It just went, went up. up. Yeah. yeah, went up. Oh my god. So yeah, it's a lot cheaper. It's almost half price. Yeah, and <laughs> arguably fuck Daytona's. <laughs> I mean Daytona. Like uh, there's a nice, very nice video on Watch Finder recently actually where they compared Daytona to a Chronomaster Sport. Yeah. Daytona is a Daytona. Like it's not yeah. it's not it's 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 a it's a really really good watch, a really really good movement. Yeah. Um they don't exist. Like even, right. even the 80s here, like when you, when you just say Daytona start <coughs> laughing, even them they don't see it. They don't see it. But no. a question for you guys. If you are able to be like, hey, somebody goes, well, look, you can buy available Daytona or Zenith. You'll pay retail. I would still probably go with a Daytona. 100%. Yeah, but they don't exist. No, but mm. this is not that's, the question. That's fairy tale. Yes, but my question was my question was specifically if they're both available, yeah. I would still pick a Daytona, right? But yes, I agree with yeah, you. But at that price, 18000 you're very close to like, I can get a, a Vacheron Constant. You I know? can get a Saxonia. I can go I like Saxonia, a super yeah. high horology for that price. You can get a Calatrava probably. Calatrava, like a used yeah. Calatrava. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 for sure. The Saxonia is great. Oh, yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah. Or or I can go and go nuts and buy myself a very, very cool uh, uh, Glasuta original. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you I can, love that. Yeah. At that price, yeah, and looking at the senator and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 senator. Yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. this is the only. So there's a few things, and actually, why I referred to that video is because they kind of dissect the watches and why one was better than the other. There's one little thing that I'm not a fan of in the Zenith watches. First of all, that watch is a little bit thick. The case is a bit thick, comparing to a, what's uh, the thickness? I think it's something like 15, 14 something, 15. Whereas the Daytona is like a couple of millimeters thinner, so it's a lot like, more dressier. Like 13 or 12? Yeah, it's just I don't have it in front of me, but it, it, there's at least a couple of millimeters difference. But the other thing that really bothers me, and I don't like it, it's because uh, Zenith is a beautiful watch. I fucking love the different sub-dial colors on the, on the dial. What I don't like is the date. I think it looks to me like an afterthought, and I wish that they just didn't exist and it just wasn't on and they don't even sell versions without a date I don't like that date yeah I'm not a big fan on dates anyway yeah and uh, <laughs> I wish it, even uh, when it's well done I was like Meh. 
<laughs> yeah. I could do without. So that's the only thing that kind of bothers me a little bit, apart uh, is, is the date. I, I just feel like it doesn't need to have it. And, uh, you know, I've owned my... Uh, I mean, again, it's, it's different for everybody, but I've owned my Speedmaster for a f- bunch of years now, and, you know, I don't need a date on mm-hmm. it at all. I don't care. No. Well, same thing. I, most of my watches who, like, have a date, I put it there, like, at the right date because I'm wearing it, but I never look at it. It's a bit, to me, it looks li- no. a little bit like an afterthought. <laughs> I don't even trust it. I'm like, am I on the right date? Did I miss <laughs> a 31 and it's supposed to be 30 this month? And then I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Check my phone. <laughs> right? But so. once I adjust it, no, but once I adjust it, if I'm working, I know that day I checked it in the morning, I'm like, okay, I know what date it is, right? It so has you, you actively use it or just happens no, to be no. there? And The thing right? I use the most on my watch, obviously the, the time, time, but <laughs> no, but the timing, but I know the timing bezel. Yeah, me I'm too. thinking of chronographs. When I'm cooking. I use the diving bezel, a timer bezel, much more than a chronograph. Right. Yeah. It's much easier to say, okay, I need it for 10 minutes, and then you just adjust it, and then you um, wait your 10 minutes, and you see. I, yeah, I, I don't really cook with my Speedmaster. I just take it off. Whereas anything else, I don't mind. <laughs> Same thing with your clothes. You cook naked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that bacon is so spicy well, on my skin. Well, I mean, it's efficient. <laughs> Good Lord. It's, you it's, just went from I don't cook my Speedmaster to naked bacon cooking. <laughs> Imagine. Uh, so I found I'm sorry, I'm kosher. I don't have that. Day, Daytona, Daytona is 12.2 millimeter stick, which I think is fantastic. 12 point? Like, yeah. beat that. Uh, automatic beat chronograph. That. No, but I mean, Sucker. for an automatic for an automatic chronograph to get a watch that, that that's this thin at 40 millimeter dial size, yeah. case no, size, no, no, I it's, challenge it's you. difficult. Yeah. It's difficult yeah. to find. Uh, the Chronomaster Sport is 13.6, which is not a lot because it's, I think it's a domed sapphire crystal that they have. So it adds that extra because yeah. my Speedmaster is something like 13.5 also, right? But it doesn't feel it because it's <laughs> domed. <laughs> it's all glass. <laughs> well, but the, the Hesolite is domed, so it doesn't look thick. Yeah. It only it looks thick But also, two, paper. 210 is not good. Those, those burgery, they look like they can snap them like a chip. Yeah, that's extreme. Yeah, it's extreme. You can bend it easily. But I, I feel it's like, like the thickness like a, is important if you want to dress thing. it down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you want to wear it with a suit and a shirt, thickness is quite important, I find. So, yeah. like, that's why when we're talking about the other, like, the $1,500 and down chronographs, you get, like, the Hamilton Kaki Field Auto Chrono. That's, like, a 15.5 millimeter freaking brick. Right. Mm. Can never put it with a shirt. It's not going to, it's just not going to. That's f- why I only wear Invictus with my uh, suit. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Do you even have a suit? I feel, uh, I feel t-shirt. like we, well, T-shirt tuxedo. Yes. <laughs> and I paint my forearm black. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we should never the worst shower <laughs> disgusting <laughs> I feel like we should not mention uh, Invicta it's just I don't as in we, don't buy Invicta yeah. well, we should they have a shack line a shack line shack, shack yeah I've seen shack. that one it's Shaquille, a, it's Shaquille O'Neal so ridiculous oh god <laughs> look up I dare you look up uh, Invicta Gladiator or the shack line mm. <laughs> just gla- it's just it's ridiculous it's just it's every, everything a watch should not be. <laughs> it's cancer in a watch form. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And we're done. All right, you're up next, Carl. What do you got at $10,000 for us? In just a little bit over 10000 Oh, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Like th- well, you have those 10400 bucks. Yeah. yeah. I still have spare budget. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because you, you, you cheaped <laughs> out on your first watch. Exactly. Well, no, the first watch I didn't cheap out. Like the automatic version is 1000 but I feel it wasn't true to form, right? Sure. It's like your your PRX. You got the quartz. It's cheaper, but it's because it's more true to the original. Anyway, yeah. so at ten thousand, it's an IWC. 
It's a big Ooh. pilot. And it's not the big, big pilot. It's a small, big pilot. The 43 millimeter. Yeah. Big <laughs> pilot 43. <laughs> it's a good call. It's uh, a good call. Really good call. <sighs> but I think you can get it on the gray market for under 10, not on the bracelet. Yeah, but on the on IWC website, on the letter, it's 10400 I know, but he also went with a watch that was $10,000 US on the mar- on Zenith website, but on Joma Shop, it's eight. Oh. So the, he went with gray market. So gray market pricing, you'll find it below that. I've seen it at 10000 Canadian, no problem. Okay. Can you actually find it on the gray, on gray market? I thought it was still very popular. That, uh, with the IWC Big Pilot? Yeah, well, 43. Big Pilot 43. I think sure. it's too popular. Just go to too. Chrono 24, IWC, Big Pilot... Big pilot, small pilot. 43. Could, shouldn't you call it like a medium pilot? It's not really <laughs> big. No, it, it is quite big. Brand new, Canadian. There. How much? 10,000. 10 grand, okay. Uh, two, 200 bucks lesser than bucks. the MSRP. Yeah. But brand new, like brand, brand new. Yes. It, it is also brand new when it's $10,400. Yeah? Okay, so you're getting it here. Yeah. There right. You go. It's pretty much the same price as a... But do you spend $1,000 more and get the used... Big pilot. Big pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Not versatile. Not versatile. I gotta. I gotta. I mean, it's it's a, it's awesome a fuck one. you watch. It's a fuck yeah. you watch. Well, right. so the thing with that, that IWC, you can find that design. Let's say in more affordable uh, brands like uh, Hamilton, Laco, uh, Archimed, Archimede, Archimede, I think Archimede, Archimede, yeah, Archimede, yeah, yeah, same, 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 same. Um, it's a tool watch, but also I don't feel like it's a tool watch like a Submariner. It's a tool watch, but it's not really. Right, it does so much. More Any watch for ten thousand dollars is not a tool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You on that? You're right. <laughs> um, I didn't have the chance to try it on yet. I don't know if any of you guys seen it in, in the watch. Which one? D forty three. Don't start mm. saying shit like that. Like he says, please. I've don't. never seen it. In I have more. to. If not, every time he's gonna make I'm gonna correct you. I'm just tired of him it. talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never, I've never seen it in person. No. Uh, but I, I think that if I the feel I've tried a big pilot I've tried a Spitfire last time we were at the IWC authorized dealer and they're really incredible watches right the finishes they really feel robust uh, they feel like almost like a tank right they, they're built with a purpose when I, I tried those IWC so yeah, I can only watches, imagine they're supposed to tell time yeah yes I, I can only imagine that that big pilot 43 is the same build quality if it's not better right same brand yeah it has to be I'm going to kill you. (laughs) 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 If Dima goes quiet, it's because I stabbed him. (laughs) Everybody, you heard it. You heard it. You can't do it anymore. You announced it publicly. Uh, (laughs) Um, That that crown. uh, If I disappear, I'll be so pissed. (laughs) (laughs) If I wake up dead tomorrow, so pissed. So pissed. pissed. Uh, That crown on its own is uh, is a crowd stopper, right? We used to call it onion crown, but it's a diamond cut crown. That's right. We were all wrong. Yeah, we yeah, kept saying well, that. So wrong. Like, By so the way, Hodinki, they all call it uh, Onion Crown. Yeah. yeah, I don't think... But it, we're not Hodinki. Hodinki sucks. We're better. Yeah, because so, we're, we're snobs. So. <laughs> Fight me. <Yeah>. Sue me. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, they sued us. <laughs> oh, my oh God. no. We have no yeah, money. We're, we're really sorry. <laughs> there's a season this <laughs> uh, Please don't do it. I'll never do it again. Yeah. Super sorry. Um, there's there's only a couple of versions available, but if IWC does IWC, they will have a lot more versions on the way. Yeah. Right? They do all the colors. The Petit Prince in blue. There's the... Mojave, that's kind of a scent. Yeah, Mojave Desert. Mojave Desert, Desert. Yeah, yeah, that one looks awesome. Very right? cool. Right, there's the green. Top Gun, there's right. a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. Top Gun is like DLC, right? Yeah, yeah. So th- there's literally a color scheme for anyone that uh, that you would like. Uh, th- though, even if it's a smaller big palette, it still said bigs in it. And the lug to lug is 52.5 millimeter. That's that's a <laughs> lug 43? to lug. 
Yeah, that's a 43. Jesus. Yeah. How big is the big pilot then? It's like 200 millimeters? I think it's the same lug? almost luck to luck. I just yeah. to wear my I just think it's three It's three millimeters or two and a half millimeters. Yeah. So, so like the full spec is 43 millimeter diameter. It's 13.6 uh, for the thickness and it's 42.5 lug to lug. So it's it's still a big watch. 42. What I love 52. about that watch? 52. 52, yeah. yeah. That's not so bad. It's, it's as big as this. That's 50, right? I think that's 52. It's 52? I think it was 50. No, I think When you were talking about uh, finishing, it has an exposed case back and that movement is finished so nicely. Yeah, the, the rotor is a plane, oh, right? Oh, God, it's gorgeous. The rotor is a pl- looks like a plane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A propeller? A pro- is it propeller? From a yeah, plane? or a plane. Could be the plane with the wing, right? Yeah, That's uh, what I yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, Sapphire Glassback, you said water resistant 10 bar. Uh, it's 60 hour power reserve. 52. Yeah, Sorry, 52. Hamilton is, Murph yeah. is 52. So it's this long. It's, it's not huge. that no. huge. Well, it's very wearable. Well, that's one of the bad side of that watch. <laughs> right? Yeah, but is it <laughs> is it not wearable when you wear it? No, I still no. wear it. Still, It's totally wearable. And it's a 10 bar water resistant. That's why I said, yeah. It's very similar dimension to yeah, this except for the thickness. Mm. Yeah, so that movement is 162 component, 22 joules, uh, Côte de Genève and Perlage, uh, Perlage on everything. Uh, so I feel for $10,000, that could be a good, easy like one watch collection you can dress it up dress it down there's a bracelet that's really nice as well yeah i think for personally i would go with like leather bands it's a bit more maybe true to form on this one yeah and um with iwc i like uh, either their, their black uh, standard black dial with the white um uh, marking or even their black dial with like the fake uh patina old yellowish uh marking but that's that's uh that's my um that's my taste for iwc so yeah, ten thousand dollar big pilot forty three. I think it's a good overall watch. Excellent, well done. So I went a little bit differently. I actually had the Zenith Chronomaster, but Dimitri told me that he took that, so I had to go with another pick. I actually had it on my list, and I said, look, if I'm going to go with the Chronograph, I'm not. I want some kind of complication, not only necessarily a three handed watch like Carl picked here. So I went with the Frederic Constant, and I went with the um, the Perpetual Calendar that they've released. Mm. Um, if I can pull out right now, the reference is FC-718N4NH6B. So you're looking at it. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That is not that watch. That's the one I'm looking at for myself, which is the World Timer Manufacturer, which is half the price. Are you talking about the iLife, right? I'm talking about the High Life Perpetual Calendar Manufacturer, FC-775N4NH6B. So this is an in-house Manufacture Calibre FC775 automatic perpetual calendar perlage with circular Côte de Genève decoration on the movement, 26 joules, 38-hour power reserve at, tw- at a 4 hertz. So to give to first give you people everyone a context, perpetual calendars are considered among the most complex move, uh, number of complications you can get on a watch. I mean, without getting into tourbillons, without getting into minute repeaters, without getting into split-second chronographs, this is among some of the most expensive watches you can find. Some comparables, even in branding, Mont Blanc, the Heritage Perpetual Calendar, comes in at approximately two thousand. Uh, sorry, 15,000 uh, euros. The Gégé Lecoute Master Ultra Thin Perpetual Calendar, so the same type of movement, comes in at $28,000. The Ulysse Nardin Perpetu- Classic Perpetual Lug Width comes in at about $30,500. And the H. Moser Endeavor Perpetual Calendar comes in at about $83,000. And the Patek Philippe 5270 
everyone knows that beautiful chronograph comes in over two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> while the pocket change, while this watch comes in at eleven thousand seven hundred and ninety-five Canadian dollars on their website, you can surely negotiate down from MSRP a Frédéric Constant. So what you're looking at here is an entirely in-house. Uh, perpetual calendar from a brand that's starting to take a lot of room, a brand that was revived by a group that ended up buying Alpina and now purchased by the Citizen Group. They had introduced their perpetual calendar watch in 2016 at 7,995 euros. A lot of people started listening. They go, okay, this watch is something to do something really great. And they revamped the High Life luxury sports watch. So this has a very Vacheron Constantin overseas feel, integrated bracelet, comes with interchangeable straps. So it comes with a rubber interchangeable strap. You can also buy leather interchangeable straps. So it gives it that dynamic feel, even though it's integrated bracelet between the, the, the rubber, the steel, and the leather. It's fitted with an in-house FC775 caliber, which I already said, and it is the definition of affordable luxury. It comes with a blue dial uh, version, the one that I really like. They have rose gold cases. They have a turquoise dial, titanium edition. They have a whole bunch of different ones. But this watch has a perpetual calendar. It has a moon phase. It has among the highest complications that you can find. And it takes into account everything from the Gregorian calendar, including the leap year of, um, of having four, 29 days every four years in the month of February. So it only requires to be adjusted every 100 years. And this can be done via pushers on the case band um, that to, that allow you to, to change whether the, the, the dates um, along with the moon phase. The case comes in at 41 millimeters, which is very nice, very sweet spot, 12.65 millimeters of thickness and a lug to lug, very compact at just over 45 millimeters. It is a barrel shaped case that again will remind you of the Vacheron Constantin overseas. And it has again, uh, 50 meters of water resistance, which makes it uh, valuable if you want to go swimming and you want to take it to do anything. Um, so maybe it doesn't have the 100 meters of water resistance, but it has a beautiful expose, exposed case back. So you can see that wonderful, wonderful movement. The dial is something that is 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 very beautiful, very subdued, Not doesn't pop too much, really sinks onto the wrist. It reminds me a little bit of the JLC uh, Ultra Thin. Ultra Thin, yeah. Mm, yeah. And this watch also comes with um, um, a beautiful, like I said, exposed case back. Four hertz, 38 hours of power reserve. And if you look at it, they decorate that movement, that rotor in, in, the, in a gold texture. And it really shows the number of joules, uh, the annual calendar, water resistance. The last thing I would have to say again, people don't realize this is a completely in-house fabricated movement. It is not a modified perpetual calendar that is sold by, say, a higher-end brand like Vaucher or, um, or uh, Valjoux, this is something completely made in-house. And this watch is under $10,000. There is nothing out there on the market that is like it. People may not necessarily like the watch in terms of how it looks, but no one can deny the level of value of what you're going to obtain getting a perpetual calendar for under this price point. And I am very intrigued myself and I'm going to make my way to my shortlist, is the, the Frédéric Constant, the High Life World Timer, which is under $5,500 Canadian. So that is my pick at $10,000 to get yourself a perpetual calendar. It is something remarkable, especially in-house from a Swiss brand. Even though, it's, even though it's owned by Citizen, it still is a Swiss brand. A lot of heritage as well. 
So that takes us to the end of our picks. I think we have some really good ones. I think we still stayed within the the main brands, and which I think is something that's very good as well. Um, although I'm a fan of the micro brands, I think that if you search, and I think lesson here, if we start shopping in the gray market, you can get some really nice watches. And maybe this might shed some light on everything that's above MSRP. Screw that. If you can get a Zenith Chronomaster for 10 grand Canadian, because it's eight grand on Joma Shop, comes with four years warranty or an Omega to Aquaterra for 4100 bucks or that Speedmaster, you get some really wonderful watch here. Yes. Any last words, guys? Well, for me, that, that Speedmaster is now on my short list. It is, eh? That tripled it. I do love the um, Tintin. The Tintin? Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> Though the color scheme that, that awesome. That Tintin went up in price lately. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, damn it. I was looking into it and it was like seven, eight. Now it's like 12. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I was like, okay. And uh, what's the most recent year you can get for, for that? Like how... I, I don't remember, but it's not too, too recent. No. Uh, but yeah, th that was my favorite Speedmaster. Oh, 2016, but I think actually, they, they have. Oh, okay. So... I'm just, I'm just looking on Chrono24 uh, and mm. it shows. Yeah, very nice. Uh, I also like, there's a very, well, not exactly 1010, but similar checkered uh, dial style is the Speedmaster Mark II. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Orange. It's like orange and red, I think. Yeah. yeah. Cool, guys. No, my problem is if I want a Speedmaster, I'm going to get that Ed White. I really want that. that which one? The Ed White, the 321. Yeah, that one is nice. It's way too expensive, though. <laughs> How much does that go for? Let's see. Dimitri should know that. I should. The Ed White retails for emotional damage. It is 30 grand Canadian. Yeah, we're canceled. <laughs> Why? I don't That's know. That's what it's. it's yeah, I'm Chinese. I can say that. Just in case. You just in case saying you're that. You're not Japanese. No. Wait. Emotional. Damn. Look how nice the movement is in the Ed White. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. Good lord. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So that I'm, was my favorite. Any last thoughts, Dimitri? Uh, I'm only not a fan of the uh, steel colored bezels. I like the bezel to be black or a different color than the the case itself. Yeah. So uh, it's the same thing for like a Daytona, right? It's never on my list, but it's, the watch itself is amazing. And it's like a 39.7 millimeter watch also. It's is it the Explorer 2 that's a steel bezel? The Explorer 2 is a steel bezel. That's correct. Not yeah. rotating, but yes. I, th I think that's the only watch I could like own. Uh, like that That is a perfect watch. You have 200 meters of water-resistant GMT sports watch, Rolex. Deep, dark blue dial. Hard to beat. Hard to, to beat. beat. I was I, I was expecting them to come back, to come out with a different version. To come back out with the, I don't even think they, they don't. I, I was expecting Rolex to come out more with their um, with uh, the Explorer Two. Considering that was, hold on, Explorer Two. I was expe considering it was the anniversary of this watch, but I was expecting them to come out with this watch. The the not the polar white, but the black dial. They need the black dial to come back. They had that in the 80s, and it is just absolutely beautiful. That watch is retails for 11,000 bucks. No, they have the black dial. I'm sorry. They came out with it this year at 42 millimeters. A lot of people wanted it in 36. I, I, I don't like white dials, but I think if I get an Explorer, it's a white dial. Yeah, the polar white. I like the black. The black is just deep, I know you like beautiful. black things. Yeah. Not, I, 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 I love it. Black Lives Matter, man. I thought it was a big black clucks, but okay. Dimitri was like, oh my God. <laughs> Dimitri just going to beep that out. You're uh, like, oh, oh God damn. On that bombshell. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> see you next week. We will see you next week. Bye, everybody.
if you enjoyed this episode, please reach out to us on Big Black Clock Official on Instagram or email us at BigBlackClockTeam at gmail.com. Send us your pictures, corrections, ideas, insults, and let us know if there are any pieces you want us to review. With, of course, the caveat that we can afford them. As always, be good to each other, eat good food, have some drinks. For those of you always watch shopping, happy hunting. Thanks for spending time with us, and we will see you next week.